0: Southern, aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it's Southern. Okay, everyone, grab a pen and some paper because today you have an appointment with the coveted blowout salon in Nashville, The Dry House. We get some great tips and tricks, hear behind the scenes stories of styling celebrities on the daily and at award shows. Y'all, this interview is so much fun. Today, you will meet the hustle behind the hair. Join us as we say it Southern with entrepreneur Allie Ryan.
1: We're so excited today to have Allie Ryan, who is, Sarah, she's the boss babe, the brains behind Dry House Nashville. You know exactly oh, what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. The blow dry bar. So, Allie, thanks for being on with us today.
2: Well, thank you guys so much. I mean, I've been following you guys for a long time now, and this was just like yeah. such an honor. Oh, I, was, well, I was Like, yes, let's do this.
1: Gosh. <laughs> Well, tell us a little bit about you, because obviously we're women that love to have blowouts, but let's start back before that. How'd you get to Nashville?
2: Um, oh, it's so really funny because a lot of people don't know this, but my, um, they call me the hybrid because my dad's side of the family is all from Nashville Oh, okay. And my, mom, and my mom's side of the family is like Italian from Brooklyn and up in that area. And so my grandmother was one of eight and my, my dad was actually born in Nashville um, he moved when he was like five to the North and my grandmother kind of bounced back and forth through the years. And when she was dying, she said to me, um, you need to go to Nashville. And it was like, God speaking to me. <laughs> she literally was like, you have to go to Nashville. And I was like, okay, I was on my way to South beach, Miami. And I was like, all right, I'll stop by Nashville, Tennessee on my way down to Miami. That's
1: so funny. Cause I see, don't you see the Italian oh, yeah. kind of side in her? Yeah. Like I totally am catching that vibe. <laughs>
2: Yes. And it's really, it's just funny. I always say like a Southern heart, but like the Northern mouth
1: for sure. (laughs) So you stuck, what made you stick?
2: I think the people, I think the community in the South is like, I think people make fun of the accent. And I think that still actually happens, Mm -hmm. but it's like really interesting when you move here and like the amount of support and it's such, it's a big family. The South is like a big family. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, why would you want to move away from your family? Yeah. So I kind of planted the roots and I had the wings and I planted my roots and I was like, I'm never leaving. This is home base for me.
0: That's what I feel about Nashville. It's like a big city, but it's such a small town. Totally. I mean, there's so many small communities. Is there a t-shirt that has that on it? You need to to make a bumper sticker or
1: something. Yes. Bumper sticker.
0: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) We need a pop socket with that on it. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
2: That's so funny. I love it.
0: (laughs) Well, has hair, has that always been something you've done? Has that been a passion of yours since you were young or how did this come to be?
2: No. And I think like when I told my family I was dropping out of college, I think that was the first shock. But then when I told them that I was entering like the beauty world, I think their job, my mom was like, for what? Why? (laughs) I was like, I used to like tape down my boobs. I would wear biker shorts underneath my prom dresses. I was a basketball player. Like I was not girly girly. I still, as you can tell, do not wear makeup ever. And, um, And so it was like an interesting thing when, but I realized that when I was a senior in high school, I was doing a lot of my friend's hair for prom because they were unhappy after they had gone to the hairdresser. Uh, uh, Yeah.
1: One too many Martha Washington updates. Yes.
2: So I was like redoing them. And literally I was like, and it's so weird because I was working in a salon. I was receptioning at a hair salon and I was working at Starbucks and I was going to school And my boss at the time said to me, do you know you don't have to go to college? And I was like, there's more options than not (laughs) than just college. And she was like, yes, you can you can go. And I was like, you can go to beauty school. And I like started researching it and I dropped out of college and like didn't tell my parents right away because I was 18 and didn't have to, which was a revelation for me as well. (laughs) And I started going to beauty school and and everything after that that transpired kind of just stuck, like uh, almost like it was out of my control. It was definitely like divine intervention or whatever
1: interesting I always wonder how that comes to be because I feel like when you choose a path like that you kind of are one way or the other like somebody's like college is not for me what can I do be a welder I don't want to be a welder Mm -hmm. you know and it's like no but now I wish people would look more at that path you know I think because yeah I totally agree you know I mean we we're more of a creative communal world than we used to be
2: I think it's generational too. I think my parents were the first ones to graduate college. And so there was, that was the only option that they were giving their children. And my mom will be the first one to say like, she was wrong, but it wasn't an, there was, there was no options. Like vocational school in, in high school was for kids that couldn't, that their grades were not. Right. And I was, I was, I had very good grades. I have a very high, my testing score was very high. I got into all 10 colleges that I applied to. And then I just made the choice, and and I did struggle with that through the years because you'd go and you'd be in these big audiences with people, and and you'd start to have conversations, and people would say like, where'd you go to college? And I think that the minute you tell them that you didn't, their minds start so, to oh yes, mm-hmm. they start speaking almost with with less punctuation. It's like they're like oh gosh, I can I can like just chill out and like talk to a real person. But years like two years, I had graduated um, school, and I went on and I started doing some platform work. And I went back, and I was at the Gap. Um, it was over Christmas break. I was like 21 years old, 20 years old, and I was at the Gap. And my, um, our high school, um, what's when they graduate first in their class? Sorry, my. Like word valedictorian. Like
1: yeah.
2: She was folding clothes, and she's like, I couldn't find a job after I graduated college, and I was like, not like a ha ha moment because I would not want that for anybody, but I was like, and I was like making you know six figures a year and yeah. doing something I really truly love to do. Yeah. yeah.
0: So where did you learn your business since then? Because. Let's be real. I mean, you're not doing hair. You, you've got a booming business that you're running. An empire. If yes. You know.
2: <laughs> Building it. Um, so that's funny. Um, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Enneagram. Yes. Do you want to take a guess what number I am?
1: Seven or a one?
2: I'm an eight with a seven wing. Okay. okay. Yeah. But my eight is like real strong. So I feel like if you've read any of the research about that, you like it's just in you. Mm-hmm. It's just the eight, that business is just you. Just know things are right and things are wrong. Mm-hmm. It, you're not always right, but um, you can just you can see like what works and what doesn't work from like a very young age.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I'm talking like when I was in high school, I would only babysit so that I could set up a lemonade stand so that we could be you know making money. But I had the front because it was like I was babysitting, so it wasn't like a grown person was like running a lemonade stand. But and I would split the profit like this was all
1: so that was instilled in me. <laughs> <laughs> Time. So did you know you wanted to own a business then? Or I, I guess, you know, sometimes that we run into is people say, are you a business person? Are you an entrepreneur? Do you mom, like what hat do you wear? You know?
2: Yes, that's so true. Um, I've been doing a lot of research because I just don't always feel like I'm the best um, manager. So like I can own a business and I can, and I, and I'm a great hairstylist and I love doing that, but managing staff has been a tough one. And so I think that the hat that I wear and, and people like to say I wear all three, but that's not true. And it's really not healthy too. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm, I'm really good at working and I'm really good at owning, but managing is definitely not my, my strong forte. So no, I never wanted to own a business because I thought that that was all that was, but explaining to people daily how to do their job. It's like, I just want them to show up, do their job and leave. And so it's kind of tough when you have to then go back and explain, it feels like, which is terrible to say, but I'm going to be honest. It feels like a waste of my time, but I've realized that like you need the patience and you need the, you know, all of that kind of combined will will make your business actually grow.
1: But it's smart to be that self-aware because when you, when you can look at your life and kind of lay it out like that and go, Okay these are the areas that I'm like super good in. And then these are the areas where I'm going to need to hire somebody to talk about feelings with the rest of the staff. <laughs>
2: yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. Exactly right. So your question was, have, did I always want to own a business? It's no, but being a hairdresser, you kind of already always own a business. That's so true. You're, yeah. So you're like managing your people. Um, so, but I never wanted to manage other people. But, and so when I, when I moved down here, I tried applying, I applied at like all different salons and I was just kind of rejected because in Nashville at the time, it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of, um, like scale system. Like you have to start at the bottom and work your way up. And if, and and some of the owners were not even as old as I was or had been doing hair for as long. So I think it wasn't necessarily only intimidating, but I don't think they knew where I fell and they were. And I was like, and I have no problem going backwards. I was like, I have no problem going back. Like some of them were like $8 an hour. Mm -hmm. And the starting like from the bottom and you were, ta- you were teamed up with somebody who had only been doing hair for like a couple years. And I came into, I came into Nashville, you know, almost 15 years under my belt of, of working. And so that's when, that's how the dry house kind of got like birthed, I'd say, because like, I didn't, I was like, I can't be the only one who comes to town and like, doesn't really have a place to go. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll create a place for people that, that kind of feel the same
0: way as me.
1: But was that concept already around? Because I do feel like you were kind of the first the first major blowout bar yeah. in Nashville? I mean, you were the first.
2: So in New Jersey, I, my, my business was blowouts. Okay. It would, I would have, listen to this one. You guys are going to love this. I had strippers <laughs> that would come in multiple times a week. I mean, think about it. They have to look good. Like, and yeah. I was like blow drying their hair. And, and then I had people that would come twice a week or I would have people that would come three times a week. And then I would have the stripper clientele, depending on how many times a week they came, they would come every single time that they weren't. Every single, so it could be four times in a row. And so I had a friend of mine who called me one day and was like, oh my gosh, you should start something and you should like do like a dry bar, like this girl. And her name is Allie as well. Mm -hmm. She's from the West coast. And so she started uh, something called dry bar. Then I understood the concept. So being next to New York city, we were thinking like, you know, a wet bar has like oysters and, and all, and, and we were like, okay, that'd be fun to like kind of combine the combinations, but she had already started that business. And I had already then started dreaming up kind of the dry house or like what I would do if I could do it. What year was that? Uh, 2012.
1: Is that when it kind of, kind of boomed? I mean, this whole concept. Yeah, it,
2: it, yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say it boomed. Like it was interesting, like uh, locationally where it boomed, like it boomed in like LA and then it boomed in like New York city and then it kind of had been like working its way. And then it boomed in like Dallas and Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting, like the four kind of points and how it's just coming across. And, and I think it's kind of like, um, when I was younger, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't go and get my nails done every week. Right. And so I think that concept kind of started coming to place where people go and get their nails done every week. Mm-hmm. And then I think the hair was like right behind it. Like, why do I need my hair done every week? And then it became like, Oh, cause I don't have to do it myself. Yeah. Kind of along those lines. And so it's kind of like just trickling in.
0: Yeah. Well, that's how, I, I remember I had a horrible hair, not a horrible haircut, but I cut my hair off real short and like I couldn't do my hair. So when I would go out to Virago back in the day, really? I had to get my hair blown out. Yes. So I would go, there was nowhere to go except Fantastic Sam's there yep. in Green Hills. And I would go and get my hair just like, can you please just fix the back of it? Like blow it out right. for me.
2: Right. It's that exact concept. And and and, and the whole thing about it is like if people get their hair done for, for so many different reasons. You know, and they're usually like emotionally kind of driven, yeah. like you have a new date or you think you're going to get engaged. And so everybody lives for like the picture on social media and <laughs> your hair has to
0: be done. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, and to it, like, your hair always looks so good when you leave the salon and you can never do it again. Or I can anyway, like yeah. it never looks like that. So
2: no, a lot of people feel the same way.
0: Well, how do you, how did you get so connected with all the celebrities in Nashville? Yes,
2: yeah, so you have quite a, cal- a clientele, Allie. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, my business partner is Dirks Bentley and his wife Cassidy. So uh-huh. Dirks' yeah. wife Cassidy is my business partner is what I should have started that out with. And so we, when we started, you know, they definitely are, are well connected and we just wanted to make sure that it was super organic and it wasn't like, Oh, I got this clientele based off of that. And so I think just like word of mouth, I think when you're good at doing something and it's a physical thing, like my skincare girl, mm-hmm. it just started like rollercoasting, like, like, or snowballing, somebody would ask somebody and somebody would ask somebody or buy them a gift certificate. And they were like, you don't know why. And so, and that's, and so that's how I met Cassidy. Cause she was pregnant with her third baby and somebody gave her a gift card to come so that she didn't have to do it herself. Um, and then she was like enamored by it. And then she told some of her girlfriends and then I think it just, like I said, just trickled kind of down the row. But like the first original people that I, that and you guys would know this, cause being that you guys used to live in Nashville is like all the celebrities, have normal friends, Mm -hmm. everything. So it's like, I started with the normal friends. And I think people think that like Cassidy and Dirks like gave me people. And that's like, that's not the case. It's like, maybe they could give them an invitation, but you have to be the one that keeps them coming back. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you're just really good at doing something, and I think that's the case.
1: Yeah. I think this is a big misconception about a listers or celebrities or whatever, that they have, you know, people get them into certain things, but like, they're in Whole Foods. Yeah. They're, they're running around at the Y. They're getting oh, their hair yeah. done. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever.
2: Country music, specifically. Specifically. Yes. Nashville. Yes. yes.
1: And, mm-hmm. you know, the nice thing about Nashville is that everybody leaves them alone, mm-hmm. which is nice. But it's also nice that they get to be super normal.
2: Yes. And so that's where, and then I think that I became friends with a lot of them because a lot of them are around my age. And then from there, it just kind of kept, it kept, it kept growing and, and kept connecting and and we kept all connecting and doing things together. And, and it's really fun to be able to like travel with your friends mm-hmm. and do things like that. Like that's all that's, I find that enjoyable.
0: That's what I wanted to ask you about the traveling about for award, you got award shows and everything with them and all that.
2: Yeah. So. Um, there's a couple of them where d- whenever you see them, whenever there's going to be some kind of appearance, so whether they're on TV, whether it's an interview,
0: I'm always usually right behind the camera. Yeah. Can you say names? I don't know if you want to say names. Oh, yeah. No, no,
2: no. I travel with Thomas Rhett and Lauren a bunch, and um, Lauren actually just came out with her book. I don't know if
1: you all saw that. Yes. Yeah. What a doll baby they are. They Their whole thing is just yes. wonderful. Yes. So they're my,
2: they're two of my best friends, and so Lauren's, unfortunately, her book tour was, you know, yeah. because of everything that's been going on, but that was going to be another fun thing that we were going to all get to do, you know, is travel and do that together, and and, and I just we just all connected on such a different level because there's many times that I could say like, no, I have to stay, I have to work, I have to be at the dry house. But it's like, you find it enjoyable, it's fulfilling and, it's, and you're getting to do what you love to do with people that you love and there's no better, there's no better, there's no better. I mean, every, people will say to me like, I'm on this online dating site and one of the things that guys will ask me is like, if you could have your dream job, what is it? And you don't, I don't really like to say what I do, but I'm like, I already have my dream job.
1: yeah. <laughs> I do. I love it. Okay, one thing I wonder about, Allie, is, like, when you take a team and you go to Vegas or L.A. or wherever the award shows are, and then, like, people make—and not only red carpet people, but industry people, personal stylists, um, publicity, like, do people— make appointments with you? How does does that help? Give us behind the scenes, Allie.
0: (laughs) How do we book Um, you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So what we did is we started actually this year. Unfortunately, the ACMs were canceled. But this would have been my sixth year going, but our fifth year having the dry house show up and do pop up. So all the people that come in are all that in Vegas. So what I saw is that no one's in Nashville. All of our clients are in Vegas. And they all want to get done and look good because there's usually parties Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, afterwards, and then everyone leaves. It's like ghost down again on Monday. And so I wanted to bring some of my staff members, so I started it by doing like a little contest, like who wants to come and assist me. And I don't – I very, very, very rarely travel with an assistant. It's so nice, but I've just never been that person. And so, of course, they were all jumping at it, and so it started with um, this one girl, Stephanie, who actually – Moved and still comes. So I have staff members that have since moved on and moved out of the, the state, but they still fly to Vegas because who doesn't want to do this? So yeah, what we we'll start come. by doing is with months in advance, we start making appointments and then we set up this is the genius thing we set up in our hotel rooms at MGM like candles, flowers, champagne, and then everybody just comes. Like, Famous, not famous, new artists and their wives and, and then, and then industry people. And I mean, it's just, it's so much fun. We started doing speakers and we started getting food and it just became like a pre-party almost.
0: Yeah. I think those parties are so uh, fun because like what you're saying, there's so many, like, it's not just the celebrities. There's yeah. so many people involved and there's all the pre party. That's what's fun.
2: Yeah, it is. It's so much fun. But yeah, we, I mean, it's like one of our favorites, like the highlight of the year. And I think that's why we were so bummed about it this year. Cause it would have been our fifth. Uh huh. But we could, I mean, September. I'm, I'm not sure if they've decided where they're actually doing them this year, but if they do them in Vegas, again, we'll do the same thing.
1: So basically, you just go and you kind of have a pop up, and then people can come and they look. Because I remember some specific red carpets where Laura looked. She wore this red dress and had like the sweeping hair. Oh, yeah, awesome. I love that look. Ugh. I
2: know. That was like, that was when um, Die Happy Man came out. And so we did the red dress to go with like, but that red dress, like this lyric of the song. And then he's in the all black. I mean, it was just no, such a good look. They're such, I know they're so, they're so da- like you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you just really can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Every time I do it, I'm always like, before she's leaving, I'm like, oh my gosh, does the hair, does, like the minute she gets on carpet, I'll give her like specific. I'm like, Hey, like the, um, last year she wore this Ar- Armani suit. Um Dolce & Gabbana. She wore like a Dolce & Gabbana, like black tuxedo suit. And so red carpet, most of the girls always put their hands on their hips. And I have like, I was very specific. I'm like, we're pulling Beyonce right now. I'm like your hand in your pocket, like boss, like boss. And and she like remembers t- what I say when she's leaving. Cause I'm like, she's going to forget. And she always remembers these like little details that just like really make it stand out. And they just make it special for us. I think we're the most excited about it more than, and then you hear like the comments on Instagram and stuff. And it's like, you don't even pay attention to them because we loved it so much.
0: Yeah. When you're thinking about the red carpet, though, do you have to think about what they're wearing? That's what I was are about you to add. Yeah. Or are you just kind of like come in and however they're feeling, you're feeling?
2: So we're a fun operation. I swear we are. We are <laughs> just we're just messes that somehow it all works out. We're like perfectly put together messes. I start like I try to start months in advance, like getting a look together. Like it could be her hair. Like last year you saw it was like kind of like big, and then sometimes we do the braids. And you know I have a funny behind the scenes story about last year's ACMs with her and, and with her hair. I needed to see her the night before, um, to braid her so that she could sleep on it. Mm -hmm. And the night before she was at like this private, this private like party, like, and she, I guess, she wasn't pregnant, so like I guess they were just going out and they were dancing and like you know having a good time. And there I come in my slippers, I'm like knocking, I'm like I'm not on the guest list, but like I'm gonna need to see Lauren right now. <laughs> and they were like, and Lauren's like, hey, Allie, and I was like, hey, here's come sit down. And I like made her sit 11:30 at night in this like club at this private event, like sitting there just like braiding your hair to get her ready for the next day. But it like always works out. I mean they're just the best.
1: Her braids are iconic though. Like, I mean, when she has the, every baby, she looks amazing (laughs) because she has this braid and then Willa comes and she has this braid and her braids are killer. I know that you're big on braids too.
2: I wear, I wear braids all the time because it makes you look kind of like presentable, like you've done something, but also it's out of your face. You know, I like, a lot of times I'll see like hair and makeup artists with like full makeup and like full hair done. And I'm like, Okay. I like to take the attention off of me and it's supposed to be on your client. So the last, like I'm always in all black, my hair is always pulled back. Like, and, and that's just, yeah. So I'm huge on braids. And so we started with Lauren because her hair is so thick and we started doing them and, and now she likes to try to do them herself sometimes on Instagram. I'll see her and she'll have like, like, and I'm like, and I always, you'll always see me like peeping. I'm always like sending her text messages. I'm like, braids look good, but you should probably come see me. (laughs) It's It's like our ongoing joke.
1: (laughs) You know, that is when like, girl skill that I do not possess and I kind of probably shouldn't even mention this in front of you but I, I have two boys and I think that's part of the reason but it I is. could never french braid my own hair can you are you yeah french I can braiding? braid yeah she's got three girls so.
0: braids a lot but not like not your kind of braids I wear like no
1: a, you have like the fishtail like amazing like Elsa? yeah yeah oh, I
2: thought you meant you guys um I think that braiding is, is a very to master because most people try to look in the mirror while they're doing it. And that is like the, the worst advice. I tell people just to do it on your own, no mirror, because when you look at the mirror, your hands are not doing what you want them to do. And you have to kind of just take it by, by feeling, if that makes sense mm-hmm. to do your own.
1: I'm loving this podcast right now. It's so <laughs> fun. This is so fun. Um, okay. So let's talk about hair during COVID. Okay. Let's just talk about it. Mm. Because What, what is your like go-to quarantine look? How do you still look put together without having to get the wash round your hair without <laughs>
0: washing your hair?
1: Yeah, cuz clearly we're drying. You know how to draw. So, how do we get away with not washing it?
2: There are so many different, there's some cute like if uh, no not everyone's going to be able to see me, but there's a there's some cute like top knots that you can really do. Like my hair is very dirty and I definitely might need my color done, but I kind of disguised it by like um by pulling it really tight. But like, I think people should take this time to really condition their hair. And I know now I'm going to start preaching. I think think pulling your hair back really tight and do like a really fun, low bun, low ponytail, but having like conditioner on it or, or leave in or Olaplex or like something that can generally help you over time. I think it just looks sleek and put together. And that was kind of what I was going to bring in for spring anyway, at the dry house was going to be like really sleek, pulled back, so my clients are like calling me and they're saying like, Oh, did you know? And I'm like, no, I did not know that COVID was coming. And they were like, because I'm loving like the slicked back, like fun earring. And I, I just feel like, um, who are you getting ready for? Is it yourself? Is it your husband? Is it your boyfriend? Is it a Skype date? Is it something like that? Like throwing on a good pair of earrings and, and lipstick and like pulling your hair super tight back is like beautiful. I think.
1: I love that. Mm-hmm. I like that too. So this kind of goes to the question before, like when you're establishing a look. Okay. Right. So, cause we need to say this. I love a girl that's a real, real, real girl, and I know yeah. that you do too, and so yes. you don't always have, you can dress for yourself, right? And so, when you're establishing that look, I mean, does it go, do you think a person has to have a look, like a one, it, like you, they fit into this? In life? Do You
2: know what I'm asking? Sort of. Know. But, like, my look is Lululemon leggings. Like, I kid you not, right now I'm in basketball shorts, but I just wore a fancy top. <laughs> right. Like, no, I'm, like, the worst at this kind of stuff. Like, really, I'm not as girly. Like, so that's why, like, red carpets, it's, like, so polar opposite. So I get to, like, really step out of it. But during the day, I'll have, like, many functions or many Skype sessions. And I see people all put together. And I'm like, why? And how? Like, yeah, yeah, but why? Yeah, that's how thing. I
0: feel. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I, I feel like, especially if you're married and, and already have children, why? What's the point? You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> You're already, you're already there. Do you know what I mean? But I can, I can understand, uh, like I see people on the street, like almost like walking up and down in like fancier outfits. And I'm like, good for them that they decided to get put together. I don't feel bad about the fact that I'm not put together. I'm like, when this is over, I'll I'll have to put myself together. So this is like my break to not
0: enjoy it. And like you're
2: saying,
1: condition your hair. (laughs) But How does that work? Tell me how to, how do I condition my hair? I don't even know.
2: So there's so many different ways and there's so many different products. We specifically use a company called R&Co that we love. And so their products are like paraben-free, cruelty-free, animal-free, like all of that, which is awesome. And I've just been like playing around with some of their products. I should have brought them over to show you guys. Um, But some of them you can put on wet hair. Some of them you can put on dry. So I don't know. I'm the type that is not washing my hair every day, but I'm putting on um, hair oil. Like We make a CBD oil and I've been putting that on my hair every single day. Um, it's just been really like, my hair's been sucking it in. It's just been so dry. Um, it's just been not good. It's yeah. been like, I don't know. I don't know if it's stress. I don't know if your body feels that kind of stuff. Um, but Arnco has a bunch of like leave-ins that you can put on dry hair or you can wash it, towel it off. And like, we have these little concentrates that are really cool that can actually thicken it up. And I'm like, if you're curious now is the time to try it.
1: Yeah. You know? mm-hmm.
2: This is the time I said to my my um, my other skincare girl. I was like, I should have done that peel. Who so knew that no one was going to see me for the next three weeks?
1: <laughs> I've been saying that, like, what a perfect time for Cabela. Oh, you know, yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Kybella, well, this would have been the perfect time for no, it. We need to drive by Botox or drive by Kybella. Just like, throw a syringe just, out, the, out the door. Yeah, like an axe throwing.
2: Like You just stand there like, where is it? <laughs> I love it.
0: That's hilarious. I do want to ask you, like, um, you were talking about not washing your hair. I never wash my hair. Yeah. <laughs> How often should people wash their hair? Good question.
2: That's a really great question because I think people have the misconception that the longer you go, the better for your hair it is. And that's not true. What happens is like your, your oil glands and your scalp start to build up and they start to harden, This is kind of gross. They start to harden around each follicle of your hair and then it stunts your hair from growing. Oh. So like there's an, there's a, there's a point. So what I say to my clients is if you're not going to wash your hair, you need to at least stimulate your scalp every single day because that's the only way you stimulate the hair growth. So if you notice people that do not wash the hair, like they wash it very little, their hair doesn't really grow. And and it's kind of interesting because people don't understand why. So there's like these weird fine lines. So I say twice a week and I say, and if it's twice a week or if it's once a week, I personally do once a week, but I tell my clients, I like it twice a week. If not, I try to brush my hair 50 times a day, like getting that brush, like, and really going back to that old school, like spinning your hair to gold. Like I just literally go and go and go and go. And it's true because the oils from your scalp are actually moving, so you're actually putting the oils from your scalp on your ends, which is awesome because it's your own made oil. And then you're also getting it off those follicles, and, and then you're simulating root growth. And so your hair is actually going to grow faster.
0: Uh, do you Never have a hair or dry hair? hair? I have, like, I guess just normal hair. I mean, I can go I can, days I can without – I tell your hair. You know my hair just from looking at I rice. can tell.
2: Right. And then do you also have
0: highlights? Yes.
2: Okay. So the highlights definitely help you from yours getting oily. So I bet your hair gets oilier when you're ready for your high, when you're like, Oh my gosh, it's time for me to get highlights. Yeah, it it is because the highlights kind of dry out and they take some of the oil off of your, off of your hair, which helps. So, um, in New Jersey, I'll give you an example. I had a a hairdresser that had the same color hair as you and she used to full head of her entire head, almost blonde. And then she would dye it back dark. So you didn't even know, like she didn't, it wasn't to show, it wasn't to show that she had highlights because she wanted dark hair. She just didn't want the oil.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Interesting. (laughs) I have very thick craziness hair.
2: Yes, I can tell. And how long ago did you cut it off? (laughs) Uh,
1: I cut it off like shorter like this, probably two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So you definitely
2: are somebody that probably likes to get your hair done. I do. Because you like to get it straight, and I bet you can't do it as straight as you like it. Yes, but it's probably—did you have curly hair when you were little, or still do
1: naturally wavy hair? And you just couldn't stand it, right? Yes, I know. I think you need to start embracing it. Yeah, I do. I do in the summer. Yeah, but quarantine hair has been a little bit more of—I got to run a straightener through it because it's.
0: If not, it makes me crazy. (laughs) See, my quarantine hair, it's like, I've been wearing, like, buns on top of my head, and it'll start hurting. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. it hurting. i got to start taking it down. Like, today, I've got a low ponytail because I'm like, it's got to come off the top of my head.
2: So, so you just need to switch it up because your hair tends to then... What's happening is that means the the way... The reason your hair hurts is because different... Parts of your hair want to fall a certain way, and you're forcing them to go the opposite way. Mm-hmm. You're not letting
1: them do what they want to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of like your children. That's kind of like my children right now. Hey, yeah.
1: but you know what I am loving of yours is your scrunchies. Oh yes, the scrunchies are so fun. You, I, I could, feel like you have brought this back. I love us. I could not believe. Okay,
2: this started as because my brain never stops of an eight, like truly never stops. Mm-hmm. And I went home and I said to my mom, my mom had like her little workshop out, and I was like what if you just started making scrunchies that we could sell at the dry house for us to use on our clients, like for my clients, little girls, like when they go to soccer practice or anything. And my mom was like, I don't know. And I was like, no, we got to do this. So like I put her to work, we call it the sweatshop for her. Cause I put her in there and I was like, I would see her drinking coffee. And I'm like, listen, you're not getting paid for this time. Let's go. And so we started creating like the dimensions and that was the most important. I wanted it to fit around someone like Lauren's hair twice comfortably, but stay and I also wanted it to be able to fit around someone like me's hair three times um, and stay and not hurt and not bend. And so we got this dimension, which was wild. And then I um, I invited into this my friend Courtney, who then was like kind of the side of it that could execute, you know, the manufacturers. And I really wanted to make sure that they were made in the United States. And we wanted to make sure we were, we didn't, it wasn't going to be super expensive, you know, for everybody to get them. And so we started doing that and then came, then came around the summer and I had this crazy idea that we should do swimsuit material. So in the summer, we have swimsuits. So think about this. You get pushed in the pool and you're in your suede scrunchie. It's like not going to dry the way you want it to. <laughs> but if you have a swimsuit scrunchie, it's meant to be just that.
1: And then you're and cute it, with wet hair and yeah. a cute scrunchie. Uh.
2: I know it's genius. Yeah. And so that's great. And then we collabed with tribe Kelly, who's, I don't know if you know, Brittany Kelly. Mm -hmm. And we did like a swimsuit line for her surfing post, which is their location in Florida. And they, I mean, that was just, it's just fun being able to collab with friends like that. And then to also make a product where you're like, wow, people really like it. Like I'll be out somewhere and I'll see somebody in the scrunchie. And I'm like, Oh, you know, where did you get this scrunchie? And they're like, Oh, I got it in like a CMT gift bag. Um, and like we, I have so many other scrunchies, but this is the only one I wear. And I, I'm like, Oh, i I make those. And they're like, Oh my God. And it's like, like a prideful, a prideful thing. And you're like, if you never sell another one, that was what it was meant for.
0: Oh, that's that awesome. So good. So you said you're always thinking about what's going to be next. So what's next for dry house? Oh, nice transition, Sarah. That was awesome. Um,
2: (laughs) opening a very, very top secret location. And I can't say, and I can't, I'm not, I, this is, I can't announce it yet, but we are opening and I, it's like the best, the best ever. And I can't stand COVID for backing up the date, but we got to back it up. So, um, yeah, so that's it. Um, I think the CBD oil, we're trying to change it into more of like a creamy base rather than it being super oily. And more scrunchies. We just got our spring scrunchie lines in. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. We have little pugs on one of them. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. I know, it's adorable. And then we, we're filming some things. I mean, there's a lot of exciting things coming up, for, probably for 2021 now that this has all happened.
0: Carol. But, but the COVID happening to your business, and you know, you had to shut your doors. So, has that given you more time to create and come up with these new ideas and plan? Or how have you been during this?
2: Sister, I'm like cutting, I'm cutting my, like my neighbor's grass with my scissors. I'm not kidding. Just to make sure I can still cut straight lines. Like I'm losing it over. Oh, I've become a florist. I, I you know, I was going to move. I'm, I'm like, when this is all over, I'm moving to Italy. I mean, I've like had like, it's, it's, and that's all in the span of like the morning. Like, this is not good for a person like me. I have ADHD. I'm an eight and I'm also an Aries. Like I'm like repainting that. I mean, it's not good. It's just not, I need to get back to work. You
0: need to open your doors.
2: I need to open the doors and just start doing everybody. Like, I'm like, I'll fly to your house. I'm like, I don't care. I just want the customers, you know, just to be able to do what I love to do so much.
1: I love that. That's what makes you successful though. Mm -hmm. You were born to do this. Right. I love it. I love it. Well, we have got um, some little things that we do at the end called popcorn round, little popcorn questions, if you don't care. No, I love it.
0: (laughs) Well, we're just going to fire some off. All right. Best dry shampoo.
2: Best dry shampoo. Oh, gosh. IGK has this, like, charcoal-based one that's really amazing, and so the charcoal actually draws up the oils from your hair rather than just, like, mushing them all together.
1: Oh, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts on perms?
2: You're going to lose your mind. So, um, y'all know John party. Yeah. Okay. So his fiance summer is a hairdresser and I love her. And we have this like crazy banter. Thomas Rhett and John just came out with a song together and we, we filmed the music video. I texted her two nights ago and I go, Hey, when this is all over, will you, would you mind giving me a perm? And she goes, What did you mean this for me? And I was like, yes, I know you're so young, but like it's really a thing. Like I want a perm, and she's just like, "Um, no, I don't think I can do that. She probably probably thinks I'm losing my mind. So I love them. I still love them. Well,
0: that's what I was gonna ask. That seems to be the one hairstyle that really hasn't come back. Yeah, I feel like it's it's coming coming back. You think it's coming back?
2: I think what they're I think what'll probably happen, and it should have been me, but or somebody can hear this and maybe do it. I think that they'll do the perm solution and make it like less horrible for your hair and you'll probably start to see those bigger rollers bigger. coming back mm-hmm. it's more like the beachy fun waves of like when you get your hair braided so like I've seen people do and this is kind of a little crazy but I've seen people like do braids and then use perm solution just on your braids oh. and leave it there and what it does is it kind of just keeps it where it's supposed to, where, where they want it to go huh. like see, laminating hair your head
0: I could never have a perm. oh my god I had perms and they were like perm on perm and it was just like ding. <laughs>
2: My oh, was I was imagine ten. bangs and everything. Oh, bangs
0: like and perms and all <laughs> kinds of stuff. I had it all. Yes.
2: You did? I, yes. I, I would say that you would be able to do um, a perm on your hair if you grew it longer and use the big rollers. Courtney and would? maybe yeah, Courtney would. <gasps> and maybe if you just and maybe if you didn't do the perm all the way to your root, maybe if you just did like, but maybe more of like a bottomy, mm-hmm. so it kind of like fades into a wave. That would be pretty.
0: We're all going to be getting perms. I like love
1: this. this. So <laughs> d- are you able to look at someone and say, I need long hair on you. I need short hair on you. Yes. Well, give I'm it to master. me and Sarah. Oh, yeah, Let your us. hair down. Yeah, Let me, your I'm hair down. down.
2: Wait, I'm the master of this. Okay. This is like what I think I'm going to end up doing. And I, I love, love, love your, um, Courtney, I love your hair, um, short. I, I think your color could be different. Okay. In what way? I, I think you could be blonder. <gasps>
0: I do too. I think she'd be a good blonde. You'd be a good blonde.
2: I think you could be like, you should get like some caramel, some highlight, like some caramel highlights, some blonde highlights, and maybe some golden. So you should do like three different color in foils. And I think it would be like, you could do more of the blonder at the bottom. So you didn't feel like you were getting roots constantly. Cause that seems to probably be an issue. Especially you said you have a six year old uh-huh. who's in dire need for lucky charms. Yeah, always. So what, so what we need to do is you need to like go a little bit lighter up to your root with like the caramelly color. And then you could probably switch in the foils and be blonder. It's not, it's either that, or maybe you shouldn't wear black.
1: <laughs> well, I ain't getting rid of black. So forget right. that. Okay. So
2: then, then, then it's the color of, I think then the color of your hair needs to be different. You have, you're like me, you have pink and like a little bit of reds in your skin. Yeah. yeah. So I think that you could be lighter.
1: <gasps> Leslie's yeah. always trying to get me to go lighter. I think,
0: that's awesome. I know. Go ahead.
2: Leslie, do it. Leslie, do it. Yeah. Um, You, Sarah, I don't want to... Because what if your hairdresser's listening to this? She's fine. (laughs) She's fine. She loves it. Um, I think your haircut. Mm -hmm. I'm not as concerned with your color as I am with your haircut. What do we need to do? I think she could do choppier. She could probably go a little bit shorter. She needs to figure out what she wants to do. She wants it to be shorter or longer. Um, But I will tell you this, that front piece of your hair is weighing you down and making you look younger, but not in the good way younger. (laughs) Not... (laughs) Not like trendy younger. Does that make sense? I hope I'm not insulting <laughs> yeah. y'all. Not trendy younger. It's like more like, um, like a little kid who needs to, you know, yeah. that needs to, like needs to fix the their hair haircut. <laughs> No, I think it's really pretty, but I think that it would be fun for you to have a, like some more things going on.
0: Yeah. Ooh. I like my hair short. Yeah. Like to my chin. Okay.
2: No, okay. I think it needs to be a little bit longer than that. I would say collarbone, like right collarbone. on the. Cutting it off. There you go, look at so that. Like cute. Like, that looks. Sass. Like, and and then I don't mind that piece being long. Yeah. It's just because your hair is long. That looks adorable. I yeah, love it. It's so cute. All right,
0: I'm cutting my hair off. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, playing. you're gonna
2: have to post pictures and then tag me in it so I can see it. Oh, That's
0: absolutely.
2: Fun. Or maybe we just come to Nashville. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I would love it. I would love to do your colored, I'd love to do your haircut. Ah, we're doing it. Let's do it.
1: So fun.
0: Let's get us out of so here. <laughs>
2: Now now your hairdresser is really going to
1: kill me. No,
0: no, no. no. Um, Okay. Oh, there was a tool that we were talking about. Yeah. Speaking of perms. So there's a beach wave crimper. Have you seen Mm -hmm. that? Like, what is that? Is that good? Is it the
2: one with the three barrel? Yes. Okay. So it's really good. It's just the way that you do it. So it's very wide and very like thick. So as you're doing it yourself, if you put it up to your root and you go out like this, your hair is going to stick out. You need to make sure that you're conscious about putting it – like making – there's a way for it to look really cool and then there's a way for it to be be like, wait, why did I just spend the money on this? Yeah. So it can work for sure. I've had one of those. They've been around forever.
1: Okay. That's what I was going to ask you about. What tools do we need? Like what is the average girl –
0: Don't even say a round brush because, you know, we can't do that. We can't. That's not a
1: real thing, Allie. I mean, people need to get past you being able to do a round brush without four hands. I agree.
2: It's very bizarre. It's very bizarre to me that people try to get them to do it at home. But I think a paddle brush is is needed because I feel like, and I'll tell you the number one tool that everyone needs to have. It's you need to have the extension, the nozzle on your blow dryer. That is so important. I can't express how important that is. Why? When, what? Because I can show you like, um, I wish I had one right now. So if you take the nozzle off your blow dryer and you blow something, you can watch it blow in every direction ever imaginable, which is going to rough up your cuticle, which is doing the opposite of what you want it to do. So having that on there and it being able to zoom and focus really into where you want that heat is really good. It's going to speed up your drying time. It's going to make your hair shinier. It's and uh, it's going to help make your hair a little healthier too. So a oh, paddle sure brush and mm-hmm. a paddle brush and the nozzle are so important. I think one curling iron that your hairdresser has explained to you, not you going to Sally's and trying to buy (laughs) what size. And then you're like, well, if I get the bigger one, it'll work better. It's like, let your hairdresser tell you, because it depends on how long your hair is, which size curling iron you should use to be the most efficient for you. And then you guys missed my five minute tutorial about the best way of doing your hair of all time, specifically for you, Sarah, what you should do is you should wash your hair. You should blow dry it, right? Just get it dry, put it up into a high ponytail, section it into four sections curl just four. So one, two, three, four, curl them, take it down. I'm telling you it was the most genius thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: I'm doing it. I'm doing it tonight. Do it on a tutorial and film it. Okay. And we'll tag Allie in it.
2: I would love that. And we would love the content and we'd love to repost it. Cause I did it on a live and I was like, who knows if this works. Let's just see if we can like say no to this one. And it worked. And I was like, whoa, I couldn't believe it. And so the first – so you split it into four pieces so you have your hair into – you know, you put it up in a ponytail, split it into four. Do these two back and do the back ones forward. Okay. It's unreal. I'm going to do it. I bet that would work on your
0: girl's hair too. Yeah. I was going to say, I've got three girls. We're going to do their and hair. And are like
2: – when I say quick, it's it's like – I mean, as long as I just t- took you to – for me to tell you. I mean, obviously, you have to hold the curling iron on each piece for like 15 to 20 seconds. Um. For each one, so I mean, fifteen to twenty seconds. So that's now you're at eighty seconds. I mean, literally, it should take you an hour. I mean, a, a minute and a half, maybe a minute and a half.
0: Okay. Gah. Good.
2: Allie coming in with all
0: the tips and tricks. <laughs> what about um, at the drugstore buying shampoo and conditioners? Um. How <laughs> <What> do you, <laughs> you feel about that? She went.
2: Um. I, I feel okay you know about. It? I like when the drugstore are very professional shampoo because sometimes they could be watered down. So you never know what you're getting. So I always say buy it at your own, at, at your own risk. I also am a big believer that like everyone you're working with everybody's budget. There are great shampoos that do not have to be, um, from an expensive hair salon or like, I, I don't even like, we don't even necessarily promote shampoo because, um, because we're doing it at, at this, yeah. whatever we promote more of like an, 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 apple cider, like wash for your hair to like really get the squeaky clean. Um, but I think that, I think, my gosh, well, I love Sebastian hairspray and they sell that at CVS and Walgreens, but it has to be the one with the label that says original formula.
1: Okay. Good. Tips and tricks.
2: But yeah, no, I think, I think that there is some great things at, at the drugstore
1: that you can find. Okay. Good. Okay. What's coming up in hair? What's the trend for hair? You said slick back buns. Perms. Perms. Um, I think the
2: fall you're probably going to see, um, I I, I think it's going to be weird because of everything that's been going on in the world. You know, I think you're going to see some people come out of it with anxiety and make big changes. So I feel like maybe the fall, we should call it like a free for all.
0: I believe fall. Yeah.
2: Free fall. Free for fall. Free for fall. Yeah. But I think maybe in the next year you'll probably start to see, um, Probably more intricate braiding is my guess. Not like the big loose braids. You'll probably start to see people doing like a couple braids back and do a ponytail. Stuff like that. Like more intricate. I bet like you'll start to see more hair accessories coming in again for Mm -hmm. fall. Maybe. I I think scarves are coming back for sure. I'm a big. I think headbands are making a huge comeback. I love a headband. I love a headband
0: headband too. Yeah. I love a headband.
2: Have you seen the new fun fancy ones that are all like. I'll have to send you the link for it. That's what you need to do with your your,
0: your scrunchy material too. The swimsuit. Do the headbands.
2: So we were thinking about doing headbands and, and I think for the fall, I think you're going to see a lot of leather. So what we're going to do is we're going to do like a leather line for fall yes. with like, like strappy and kind of braided and it's like up. Funky. Mm. Yeah. Funky. Totally.
1: Um, okay. Last thing. And then we'll, we'll jump out of here. I could talk to you all day. Um, <laughs> ex- extensions, halos, all the things, all the things. I mean, how do we, where do you even start with that? Who needs them? Does every does everybody need them?
2: Everybody needs them. Now, everyone doesn't need them all the time, but everyone needs a form of them. Okay. Obviously. Explain so it. Well, okay. So for you, if you were going out and you wanted to do a ponytail and you wanted your ponytail to be longer, it'd be fun for you to pop it in for date night. Mm-hmm. I know you might laugh at me like, what's date night? But I think it would be fun <laughs> for you to pop, like it's fun to pop in a ponytail. Um, your hair is thick, so you're gonna, you would end up needing more extensions mm-hmm. than most people We do something called clicks, which are these like little—they're like little beads—and you basically click them, and it takes no time at all to like re-put them back up, and they're flat against the hair. They are redoing extensions; are like making a like they're—they're getting like the recognition that they should have had for so for the last however many years because they're making them flat against your head. They're making them that they don't hurt you. I used to go and get the ones where they would—they would braid and then they would actually sew on my own braided hair. I mean, it was painful. Yeah. But I think everybody needs them because I think they could be fun. And I'm a huge advocate for
1: wigs, too. Wigs are so fun. I love a wig. I've never (laughs) worn (laughs) them for Halloween. I mean, I think they're so fun. I think they're They're fun, too.
2: And have you seen how real they look these days? It's unreal. It's unbelievable. Yes.
0: Yes. I want to have a wig party. Everybody comes in disguise and different hair.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. So much fun. Maybe talk with the back. Maybe accent.
0: we can do that with Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom with wigs. Yeah, Zoom wig
2: party. That'd be okay. so much fun. I love it. <laughs> there you go. Is All right. Well, I'm
0: excited my... to come get our hair done. Oh my gosh. We're doing do that. that. It's going
1: to be so much fun. Oh. Okay, Allie, let me break it. Right, Is there anything else you want to say that we haven't touched on or hit or whatever that we can add in?
2: No, I just want to make sure that I answered the questions, because some of them I feel like I went off on a tangent, and I don't know if I specifically answered whatever, like made sure to answer your questions. Like, did I say enough about extensions?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I do want to find out, like, let everybody know kind of like how they make appointments if they come to Nashville. Yeah, like what how, the process is.
1: Yeah. Okay. So maybe ask that question. Right.
0: <laughs> Before we let you go, though, I do want to, you to tell our listeners kind of how the process works. How do we get into the dry house? you have to make an appointment? Is it walk-in? Is it's it a waiting both. list? So-
2: we it's be, well it's all three sometimes which is awesome but we are definitely an advocates for walk-ins which is always so fun but you can go to um the DryhouseNashville.com, and there's a big section that says book now and you can pre-book months like i we already have people that are booking for FX next year which is really awesome because we get so busy so it's great and and also dming us on instagram is, um, is really awesome it's the dry house nashville um and that's just the best way
0: all right, so you're going to do a giveaway. So let's talk about the products that you're going to give away.
2: This makes me so excited. So I wanted to give away some products that people wouldn't necessarily know that they have to have, but once they start using it, they're going to realize they've, what they've been missing all these years. So one of them is called Acid Wash. Now, you heard me talk about an apple cider vinegar cleansing rinse. And this will really get any buildup product off your hair without uh, damaging your color and making it shiny. And like, it brings it kind of back to its original state. So you can use that in replace of a a, um, shampoo, or you can actually use it as a co-wash. You can do that first as like kind of a pre-rinse. Second product is called Balloon, and it's a dry volume spray. And I'm really excited about this one because it it says it kind of makes your hair smell better. So if it is a little bit oily without having to use a a dry shampoo, you can just use this dry volumizing, texturizing, and it does exactly what I just said. It literally gives you volume, it gives you texture, and it also helps with dry shampoo. And then we have one called Two-Way Mira, which is a smoothing oil. So that's going to be what's going to help you with that, like, slicked back, amazing, put it on your ends, and you'll just watch your hair, like, suck it up, and it's beautiful, and it is super shiny. I mean, it's called Two-Way Mirror.
1: I love that. Yeah. Well, Nashville's so lucky to have you. I yeah. loved this interview. I love your energy. I fade off of it. It's been yeah, so it's fun. Been. It's so fun.
2: Thank you all. This has been awesome. We should do it again. We, Absolutely. Should it like, we will. After you all get your hair cut, we should yes. do that again. After now. our makeovers. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you guys very much for Thanks. taking the time to talk to me.
1: All right, bye bye. Bye. I love it when we interview people who you can tell like have a really good energy and is like really high life. <laughs> yeah, I'm just one of those people that I get my energy from other people, mm-hmm. and so like and Jason calls it Chihuahua syndrome because like if someone's really and then I start like. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I like mimic whatever I meet you at whatever your energy level is. Doesn't
0: she seem like somebody we would hang out with?
1: One thousand percent. (laughs) Yes. I wanna like go to Vegas and be in the suite and do it. And I want her to tell me like how to dress and what to wear and how to do my hair and I mean I'm
0: sure I can figure out how to like dry somebody's hair. So if she needs an assistant, I'm happy to go.
1: Well, And I can pour cocktails, too. From what I I hear, you've worked your way around a few scissors before about hair, right? Yes, I have. You know, I used to do hair. Okay, y'all, she tells me this about 30 seconds ago, so please tell the people what you just said.
0: Okay, when I was in... Well, first let me back up and let you everyone know. My grandmother did hair. Oh. So I have a little... Heritage. Heritage with the hair... It's genetic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she had a hair salon in her basement. The first haircut I ever did, I actually had um, razors. You know, like when somebody gets their hair thinned out? Me. Every time. Do you really? Yeah. Um. So anyway, I put my friend in the, in the chair, and I was like, let me use these razors. I'm going to cut your hair. And cut her hair to nothing. You did not. Yes, I did. She had long, thick hair. And <laughs> I'm like... Yep. How old were you? Oh, uh, probably like twelve. <laughs> Did her mom? <laughs> a little too old. Yes. Yeah. It was. We were in trouble, both of us. I bet. And I remember doing it, and that feeling of like, oh, oh no, I got to keep going. Yeah. I, and then it just kept getting worse and worse, and then you just don't know what to do. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. But yeah. So in college, I had hair scissors, uh-huh. and so if people needed their hair trimmed, just come on down, sit in my room, join me. I'll Did cut you your have hair. a smock and everything? No, I just you know like a, a towel, you know, uh-huh. come down. You ever had those towel wraps? Yeah, that you'd wear. yeah. <laughs> we would wear those. I waxed people's eyebrows. Oh my god! I added layers. Like remember when layers were just kind of coming out? Wait. So what do you what do you mean? I you... would give everybody a nice trim, <laughs> and then I would be like, Yeah, Courtney, I think you need some layers around your face, and I would do some light layers, just like feather up the side. <laughs> Wait. And while you're here, I've got my wax pot plugged in. I'll just go ahead and wax those eyebrows. You got a wax pot? I a professional wax pot with the sticks and all.
1: Now, why did you have that?
0: I have no idea. I waxed my own eyebrows. Like, in high school, and college, I just, you know, just did it myself. That is hilarious. Oh, so, yeah. I've
1: only trimmed hair one time. Well, I mean, I've trimmed hair, like, I've trimmed the boys since COVID a little yeah. bit. But, um... We trim my best friend, Mandy, and I. And while we did this, is so stupid. But remember when the boys' hair like started getting spiky, like around two thousand two, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. it's like that first look of like gel mm-hmm. product. Yeah. So Dan, my brother, was like, uh, you know, he was like in a band and he wore Vans tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted spiked hair, so he just let us start. I started on one side. She started oh. on the other side. Oh, yes, bad. It, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. One of us went super short. The other one went
0: not as short. We couldn't get it even. Oh god. Anyway, yeah, no. Well, the last time I cut hair was probably on my myself. I think I lost cred with all my friends too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Do you remember when Shania Twain came out? It was like two thousands because I was still. It's like my senior year of college. Yeah. But she came out on the CMAs or one of those award shows. And it was like her big comeback. <laughs> well, she had bangs. She'd cut bangs. And I was like, if Shania can wear bangs. Yeah. I mean, I'm kinda like Shania. I look a little like Shania, right? <laughs> I will look great with bangs too. And I went straight to the bathroom and just whacked. And I looked like I was ten again. And I was like, Well, I'm done. How old were you? I was in college. I mean it's like my senior year of college. Was this
1: like a side hustle? Would like people pay you to no, do that? No, no one
0: paid me. I, I wish just, I had. I, wasn't smart enough. Did you have hair cutting scissors? Yes, I had hair cutting scissors. Why? My grandmother did hair. And but I never. In case I need a little trim, <laughs> a little
1: <laughs> get some little flyways or something. Okay, let me ask you this. Because you talked about in the podcast that you had a perm. See, my hair was always too thick to perm. My, my mom really ne- never let me do anything with my hair until I was in fifth grade. And in fifth grade, I got bangs. All right. So that was when everybody was doing the donut bangs. Oh, You yeah. know, the bangs that look like a donut. Mm-hmm. Honey, my friend, Emily... Emily Rinks, she had hairspray in her purse. I walked in the door, fifth grade. She grabbed me and a pick, and we went to the bathroom. <laughs> she teased my hair, my bangs. Like, I had those, you know, we call yeah. them doo-doo curls. Had those those round donut curls all the way around. She got that, she was teasing and going. Spraying. Honey, I came out of fifth grade. I mean, I had a cloud around me for, <laughs> for two hours. But I came out of school, my mom was like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Because oh, yeah. I never, I mean, I never really did anything with my hair until then. But in fifth grade, I cut it off, and then y'all have all seen my pictures. You know, I was like, I went short after that yeah, in high school. That was
0: cute. That was very in style, though. Very little stare. Yes. Yeah. Very
1: very power
0: lesbian. Mm-hmm.
1: Very uh, Sharon Stone moment. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I did you. So you never had perms? I can't believe you never had a perm. No. If I had a perm, my hair would have been like. You don't understand until I. I mean, I tell everybody this all the time. I weighed ninety pounds in high school, and eighty was my hair. I mean, it was big and round and <laughs> thick. And I, I. mean, until Moroccan oil came out and straightening irons, like you have no idea how bad this was. It so was did, bad.
0: So, what did you do, like, in your twenties for your hair?
1: Um, like post college. Yeah, it was short. I mean, so it was short. yeah. It was it short. like it was like to my chin short. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I started letting it grow, and Mm -hmm. I kind of started growing it, using Moroccan oil, straightening iron, and then it was so funny because all my friends were like, never cut your hair again. (laughs) (laughs) Because I started having like normal people hair. Uh I'm telling you, coarse, thick, wavy.
0: It's perfect for perming though. And it, I Seems guess. it would take a perm good. It might it might have. I well that know. was the problem. I had my grandmother again, like did my hair, so she permed I think it was fifth grade too. I think that was the so that's year. That's the year. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Are you kidding? Permed it and then I brushed it out. Like it, I didn't think it took very well, and so she permed it again on top of the perm that was already there. And I mean, when she took my rollers <laughs> out, my hair went down from like mid back to like above my shoulders. Is so this curly. your dad's mom or your it's mom's? My mom's mom? Your
1: mom's mom. Oh my gosh. So yeah. did your sisters all have? No, I, uh-uh. they had
0: pretty. Both my sisters had like long wavy, like beautiful hair, and I just had stick straight hair. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you still? You do, you have a little no, wave it's now.
0: Wave. It's like I guess it's hormonal. Yeah. Because I've gotten it started underneath, and now it's just kind of like wave I can do whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: But now, do you did you like color
0: your hair or? like I got highlights like my senior year in high school. Okay, blonde highlights, and then I was in the King and I play, Mm -hmm. and I decided (laughs) instead of like getting the black paint on my hair every night, I had like a kind of a lead, and I was like, well, you know what? Since Since I'm I'm a star, star. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and just dye my hair black myself. Okay, so I bought a without telling my mother, Mm -hmm. of course, or my grandmother, Mm -hmm. dyed my hair at home black. So on top of my highlights. And I was like, "Mom, like, what's the big deal?" I just remember like the horror, the shock on their faces. And I was like, "Look, it'll wash out. It's so that's eight to ten washes. That never came out of my hair." Are you serious? Ever. I mean, it, it had to like grow out.
1: Mm-hmm. Were they devastated? They
0: were. They were.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah I never, I never did any, any like at home colors or anything like that. I'm that telling my you, my one and none. My hair was done. so thick I couldn't get in there. I mean, it's all I could do to get it washed at the scalp. <laughs> But I would tell you what, though, hearing her talk about, like, stimulating
0: your scalp and brushing it 50 times a day. I'm going home to brush my hair. <laughs> I
1: know. I
0: also think I need a mask or something I definitely
1: hair. need a mask. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I was asking my sister-in-law, Cheyenne, who has a salon in, um, in South Nashville, uh, about that. And I was like, how often do we need a mask? And she's like, if you're coloring your hair, you need, this is like the perfect
0: time to have a mask oh, right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I may order one of those that she was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm going to get on, on the dry house Nashville. Yeah. Order me up one. Yeah. I'm probably going to do like a leave in one so I can slip my hair back because I wear my hair in a ponytail every day. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ponytails, you know, my biggest fear is having mom hair. You know what I'm talking about, mom hair. Oh, do I? Yeah. Um, it's like I just don't ever want to look like I have mom hair. I tell Leslie that all the time. Well, I remember going into my hairdresser in Nashville who did my hair, Kelly Mason. Uh, Greenpeace salon. Uh, anyway, Greenpeace. yeah. So he, um, I was like, look, you can cut my hair off. Like, I love to let, let my hair grow, cut it off. Yeah, it grow, me too. Cut it off. And I, I said, the only thing about cutting my hair off is I don't want to end up with mom hair. Like to me, short hair meant mom hair. And he was like, Sarah, you wear your hair in a ponytail every day. <laughs> that is mom hair. <laughs> and I, he's like, cut it off. And I was like, okay. Okay, okay. So now, like, every time I pull my hair back. In a mm-hmm. ponytail, mm-hmm. which is every day. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, mom, here. I think though, if you had like a cute scrunchie and like what
1: she was talking about, like I, and, and like a scarf. Mm-hmm. And I love a, I mean, I love like a headband. With I a, love ponytail. a ponytail. Yeah. I mean, it looks so cute. Uh, elevated ponytail. There you go. <laughs> now, what about like um, hair accessories? Like,
0: well, I love a scrunchie. And, I don't really do brats. Yeah. I, I mean, that's. I, I do
1: know. No, I did for like the, the last like party I went to. I like pulled one side back and did like a, a pearl barrette. And it looked like the new barrette, not like the old yeah, school barrette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, honey, I used to wear those old barrettes right there, uh-huh. right at the crown. Oh gosh, did you do that too? I did yes, that. Like Pull that big yes. t- uh, tortoise shell. And uh-huh. I went,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It would barely clasp. Yes, yes. Yeah. Every day. Every day.
1: All right, so I want you to try that ponytail thing that she was talking about. I'll do real. it. Yeah. So you pull it up in a ponytail, and Top section your head it into four sections, mm-hmm. and then curl the sections front to forward, back to back. I got it. Easy.
0: Beautiful beachy waves. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I want then, to see what she's going to do to our hair. I know. I'm, I'm we're going as soon as this thing lifts. Have you ever had anybody just look at you like that and be like you need to do this? Yeah, probably. I don't think I've ever met somebody who just like looked at me through a computer screen. It was Well, like, no, not like let that. Let me tell you something. But, I mean, I mean, you want somebody that knows what she's doing. Well, I, and Listen, I'm taking it. I'm cutting cut my hair off. I know. Get that piece of it. I think
1: I'm you would say. look great with like, chin-length hair.
0: Well, maybe I'll do it.
1: Maybe she'll have do it. Have you ever we'll had see. that shorter hair? Yeah. yeah, I have. Okay, okay. I have. That, oh, yeah. For The Bachelor, you had pretty short hair. Uh, I don't... No, I was like down to my shoulders, I think. Was it? But you wore it like... It framed your
0: face very well. Yeah. Well, I had like the Rachel. <laughs> yeah, you had the Rachel. Yeah, yes. the yeah. Yeah. the layers.
1: Did you cut girls' hair at the Bachelor?
0: No, but i rolled people's hair. I did everybody's hair. <laughs> you did? Yes. I. Did you, are hair. you like a hair person? No, I'm not personally. This is. I'm a ponytail person. This is blowing part. my but mind listen, right I can now. do your hair. This I can is tease blowing. It, it, give me my some mind. hairspray and. Mm-hmm. Some some velcro rollers, girl. I have you ready to go. <laughs>
1: Do you use a nozzle on your blow dryer? No. Nope. Okay, I do that.
0: Do you really? Yeah,
1: Cheyenne told me to do that. Oh, I
0: was gonna say, how did you know to do that?
1: Yeah. It, well, and my hair, like
0: it blood, like what she said, it frizzes it all out. If you're just like, sh- yeah. But yeah, that makes complete sense. I'm gonna do that too. I need a new hair dryer too. Like she was talking about getting good tools. Yeah, good I'm tools. Like, yeah, I don't have any good tools. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to think of the one I think I have the Babyless Pro. I think I got it at Ulta. But it has the end on it and then it has the one.
0: Now, you wear your hair curly, do you have the thing that like curls it? No. Well I just use like a big chunky old school you know, yeah, roll uh curling iron, yeah. but my hairstylist uses one that just kind of like curls it so fast. And I was like, I want that, what is that? Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I can get it for you, it's like 200 something dollars. And I was like, No, yeah, no, 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 yeah, sorry, thanks, but, but no, I'll now use that you old like Revlon, whatever it is, it's <laughs> <Just a clear-all. laughs> it, <laughs> you know. it
1: crimps it right on the end, it's perfect. I can't get it too hot or it'll burn it, <laughs> fry my hair off, hilarious. Well. I think that in the middle of all this crazy time, it is so fun to have somebody like Allie that we can just, you know, be normal with. And it all have to be so heavy and yeah. so deep all the time. So, um, And, who? how fun is it just to try stuff? I mean, who knows what life's going to be like on the other side of this thing. If anything, I feel like it should give us some freedom.
0: Yeah, you know? The free fall and fall hair.
1: Yes. <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. Thanks all right. for listening today. See you soon.